Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. My Maria, don't you know I've come along? Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On this Saturday morning, and uh, kind of feels like fall outside a little bit. A little bit of wind, cooler temperatures. We're loving it. I'm telling you. All right. It is 5 o'clock here in the Bayou City. Let's run over to Venice, Louisiana, and strike up a conversation with Mike Jeffcoat. He's never lost for words. Good morning, Mike. <laughs> What's up? Morning, Biggie. Well, it's about 40 miles an hour. How's that? <laughs> there you go. I told you. Little breezy. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, it's been that way all week. I mean, I've fought that wind. It's been interesting. I bet you it know, is. We've been on them big falling tides every morning, and you put that wind on top of them. And Whoa. I mean, my trolling motor, 10 o'clock, I'm in the yellow on my trolling motor. Melted down. Melted down. <laughs> but uh, it is a... Uh, uh, it is a fall bite. The, uh, right. I didn't have but a, like I had 18 yesterday, but these all four or five pounders. So, mm-hmm. and in the weirdest place, I mean, it's kind of a community hole for redfish, but right. for some reason none of them trout has found it. And I mean, it's been some seven pound trout caught out of this hole. That's a bonus. Yeah. Big bonus. And, um, uh, Wilson, he pulled in. Well, I was fishing with Wilson yesterday, and he stopped, got him cash net, pulling them fogies. He had 50 that weighed 204 pounds. Goodness gracious. Yeah, it's crazy. I sat there and watched him until I got enough of it, and I told my guys, I said, we ain't competing with them fogies. So no, let's, uh, no, we're going to have to get out of here. Yep. That's he over a four-pound average. Yep. Hey, and they were flipping them in the boat. They weren't even nothing. Oh, when you're in them like that, hey, if it's well, these yeah, rods no we got now, you can get yeah. by with that. Yep. So back but, in the uh, day, when we first started using graphites, hey, if it was over two pounds, you didn't flip it; it'd break. No, didn't break it. I called them Rice Krispie rods. Snap, crackle, yeah. and pop. <laughs> you remember them old Skyline rods? Skyline graphite. That's the first graphite I started fishing with back in the day. Skyline. Skyline rods. That was a tennis. Wasn't they a tennis company or something? Man, I don't know. I I think they. I know you could buy your blanks at Marburgers and we'd buy just the blanks down there and we'd get Roland Williams to wrap them for us, put handles on them. Yep. Skyline rods. Yep. Um, But no, other than that, Mickey, it's just. You know, can't boil redfish. I got my couple from Sacramento come in yesterday, and they're here for a week, and that's all they want to do is boil redfish. Oh, Lord. I told them last night, I, them last night, I said, we're probably going to set it to camp today, and we are, because it is honking over here, bro. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> we, that wall of wind hadn't hit us yet. I mean, offshore, it's 25 to 33 at that short buoy. Uh, right. In the bay, it's about 18 to 22. But mm. oh, they're calling for 40-mile-an-hour gust today, so we shall see, yep. see if the forecast yep. is correct. 
that's what's happening here. So man, oh man, that's a lot of wind. Yep. So I can't. You know, there's some bull reds in the river, but like I said, the current in the river is unbelievable. And uh, you know, well, you get the current oh, and the wind, man, that's just nasty. Yeah, and you know, I'm trying to fish a lot of grains and stuff, and, uh, but there's so much grass coming out of it, and I don't know where this grass is coming from because all the grass on the flats on the main say Tiger Pass. Mm-hmm. I mean, you better know where you're running down Tiger Pass because, well, the water's clear enough now. You can see that sand; it's shining, but uh, there's no grass to navigate by. But you get on them drains on, on like inside the delta, and I, that that grass is dumping out of there like crazy. And I'm going, well, maybe duck season ain't gonna be as bad as I think. But there ain't no ducks here right now. I mean. I mean, there's not even teal. I seen one little bunch of teal yesterday. I think it was five. That's all yeah. I saw. And them birds are done been here because I know they're starting to fill up. Uh, I stopped, talked to, uh, well, Scott was down and fish Wednesday, Thursday. And he's been pumping water over there at Rock Island and stuff. And he said, them ponds are covered. He said, we got more ducks than he's seen in a long time. And I'm going. And I got friends in the river bottom down there that's on I think they own 1,500 acres on the east side of 105 in there. And 20 years ago, they went in there with a dozer and made a little old berm in some of them flats. Uh-huh. And they got sheet water in there, and um, they're covered up, too. But like in where we had it. Sheet water, I hadn't heard that in years. That's old school, man. Yeah. <laughs> sheet water. I like it's that. Like that's like everything above here. Uh, mm-hmm. From here back towards Belchase, there's a lot of them guys, they've done that same thing. I mean, they they put them little berms up and get them a foot, you know, a foot of sheet water in there, and mm-hmm. you got it. But we'll see. It'll be interesting. But, well, I remember back in the day, we'd take them, them plowed fields and water level them. Yeah, you could you couldn't beat the pintails out of there. Them pintails no. love them water level fields, man. You bet, absolutely. You know, and that's how them pintails are here. You get inside that Delta National Wildlife Refuge here, and uh, there's a bunch of them ponds in there that kind of do that same thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you'll go by them and you look out across there and you won't see nothing but white. Butts sticking up in there. Yeah. Many pintails stacked on top of it. Bulls yep. by the millions. Well, I used to hate it. Me and Dermot was guiding on Livingston back in the days. You know, <laughs> we had pintails coming there. But, man, you just run out of breath trying to get one of them. You got to stay around. on them, man. They will uh, make your lips numb on that call. And they, <laughs> they want that highball. I hate it when they're wanting a highball. Boy, I love pintail hunting when the whistle works. That's easy. Yeah. But, you know, them mallards down there in the river bottom, when we used to get all them mallards, I, I mean, I'd run out of air because, you know, you'd hear one of them old green heads coming doing his little old squealing. He'd just circle and circle and circle. He'd start flying. You'd have to eyeball him. And he'd, he'd come, come right back, back man. Come right mallards back, on a string, baby. Reel them yeah, in. Mallards. Yeah. Crazy. I got two mounted that me and them boys killed when they was young. And I bet you I fooled with them two drakes for 15 minutes and finally got them to cup up, get in the decoys, and they killed them, and I got them on the wall. But other than that, that's that's what's shaking here. Redfish are scattered from here to Baton Rouge. I hear they catch them in Baton Rouge. They really catch them up around Bale Chase. Yeah. And uh, I talked to a boy yesterday. Only guy I saw that had a limited redfish yesterday at the marina, and he called him in the marina, and he said he was having to put three quarter ounce jig in twenty foot of water. Yeah, that's some gum well, hauling right to, there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm having to throw half ounce. That's unheard of for me. I mean, that's I'm a lot a of current, ounce. man. I'm a quarter ounce guy, you know. But I'm, I am too. I'm, I'm really most of the time I'm an eighth ounce, and then. Uh, well, on certain days, I love a sixteenth, but yeah, right. 
But no, I'm having to throw half ounce right now. Okay. And it's like them trout yesterday. They were in about 13 foot of water, and you could not feel that bait. All you could feel it wow. load up. Yeah, it was just they'd load it up, and they took, and there you go. I mean, I had a trout pulling drag yesterday. I'm going, wow, it's crazy. One thing has happened, though. My flounder have swam out. I don't know where they what? went. You better I, I hurry. You're running out of time on, on getting them. I don't know where they went. I guess they went to Baton Rouge. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but every place that me and Brent fished here in the Popo, that we just go load the boat up, can't get a bite. Not the first one. And the dink gum sharks are so bad, too. They might have left them sharks. Well, I got on them. Day four yesterday, I pulled up on a little drain going out to the ocean and went out to the end of it out there. And, I mean, there was 100 birds working. And I mean, one cast, you might catch a trout. Next cast, you catch a ladyfish. Next trout, cast, you bit off. So, finally, we had one, about a four-pound trout on him. He went to jumping and Uh-oh. about a six-foot bull shark come up there and took care of him. And, so it's uh, they always eat I the went, bigger ones. Absolutely, I never get Greg was down here one time. I don't remember. When, I think we was off the of northeast, and it was summertime, late summer. You know when them sharks is in here and stuff. Nice fishing, little ditch that come out, and we was throwing a, a storm made them. I forgot what they called. What's them storm swim baits? Thundersticks. No, no, no. The oh, you're regular, talking about the soft plastic, plastic baits? Yeah, I know what plastic. you're talking about. They come pre-rigged and all that with a jig head already in the body? Yeah. 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 Uh, anyhow, we stole one of them four-inch, and them trout was, I mean, smoking them. It hit the water to use it home. <laughs> Greg towed up in that drain, won about six pounds, eight, went to jumping out of the water with them bull sharks. Right when he got the boat beam off right behind the head, <laughs> he just wanted to throw up. I said, yeah, well, everything's got to eat. Yeah, they just wait on you to hook the biggest ones. They, you know, they're going to. Yeah. You know, when they put like out the effort, they want a big meal with it. The same thing on them bull reds. You know, they don't ever eat one of them little bull reds, but you get one of them 40-inchers on, they'll come bite him off behind the gills. They will. They'll, they'll cut him off yeah. just clean as a whistle right behind the gill plates. Yeah, well, I see the pogey industry got in a little trouble this week. Yeah, so I've been reading some stuff on that, man, all them dead fish and then leaving those nets like that. and What, they just yeah. slap them on the hands? Oh, yeah, but now they're talking about pushing them further offshore. So, they, until they enforce it, it ain't going to happen. No, you got to have somebody to enforce it. I mean, just, you know, the wardens and everybody, they, look how much territory they got to cover. That, that's terrible. Yeah, I and mean, there's too much money, and it's, that's the whole deal. Yeah, you that know, must be a big it. industry, man. They claim it's the number one employee in Flagler Parish, but I don't believe that because that refinery up there surely got more people working at that refinery than they do at this bogey plant. I would think so. But. It's all about the money. Boy. Boy, I'd hate to be a pogey fisherman for a living. That's got to be one dirty, stinking business. You think? Golly. You know, I hadn't been up that way, but oh, those you've been up by that Empire Channel. <laughs> and one of them will come by you and just work which way the wind is. I always try to figure out which way the wind blowing so I can get on the other side of you. I heard boy, that. Just right. Uh, one of the boys at Dockhand works at the marina. His dad's been doing it for 20-something years. And he said his dad cannot get the stench off of him. It gets into the pores of your skin. And no matter how what he bathes with or whatever, he can still smell the bogeys on his dick. That's crazy. It's crazy. There ain't nothing like a good rotten bucket of bogeys. That's, that's that. Any kind of seafood. <laughs> I tell you, out of all the rotten seafood that I've been associated with over the years, I think crabs are probably the worst. Oh, yeah. Well, I agree. Well, I'm old shrimp gets crabs. Well, shrimp gets pretty rank, but I'll, I'll take them over crabs any day. But it's all bad. 
<laughs> yeah, you can walk down to the dock at the marina where the, all the offshore boats tied up. Uh-huh. You can tell who left the box of pogies on their <laughs> boat. We got to take them off. That boat's going to be right. And the flies will be thick. Boy, blow flies get all over them cooters, man. Oh, man. Crazy. Not good. All right, Mike, I got a roll, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming over to Venice and hooking up, how they get a hold of you, man? 832-338-9376. Catch us on the web at RJ Hunting and Fishing. All right, buddy. How much range do you get? Uh, Total for the week, four inches. Uh I got two on Monday and two on uh, Wednesday. Mm, Well, you ought to seal some of them cracks up, huh? They're they're, uh, sealing up. They're going away. Trees are loving it. Yes, they are. Everything's loving that. Yes. All right, Mickey. All right, bud. Hey, you have a good one, Mike. Always a pleasure. See you, man. Thanks, sir. Bye. All right. That's Captain Mike Jeffcoat over in Venice, Louisiana. Time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 520 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to G-Town and check in with Captain James Plog, OJP. Good morning, little rat. Yo, mate, what's up, buddy? Not a lot, just sitting around killing rats. Rat killing. Little rat killing. Little rat, ain't nothing wrong with it. Oh, man, I, I got nothing, buddy. I got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing? I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> can't bring nothing to the table <laughs> man i ain't got a lot buddy i ain't got got much tides kind of high and the wind is man they finally touched about almost 30 knots offshore yeah i, I saw that a while ago it was 33 yeah so um, it may blow more offshore but it's gonna blow eventually i think it was what 20 at eagle point yeah what i saw yeah, got to be some kind of turny today, huh? Yeah, always, man. Turny weather. Every every port on the coast. Yeah, it's cool outside though a little bit this morning. Yeah, it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, very good, nice. Good morning to run this morning. Be nice. Yeah, twenty-seven cool. to thirty-one offshore in Eagle Point, seventeen to twenty. And there's yeah. not much north in it now. Everything's kind of northeast. East, yeah, like about, yeah, about 35, 40 degrees, huh? Yeah, that's the way it's looking. We're not going to lose any water with this. No, it's high right now. I can see where it was touching the bottom of the wood right here. But it went out good yesterday. 
Yeah, it did. It did. It, I mean, I wouldn't say it dumped, but it got, you know, for sure. Just, you well, know, better than it's been doing. Normal. Yeah, it's been really, really high. Well, it'll be good. I don't know. We got – they can't tell what these weather goes. It's supposed to be nice Monday, Tuesday, then it's supposed to start blowing. But they can't figure these fronts out this time of year. When they first start coming, they ain't really got it down yet. So you got to watch that weather a lot. Well, they're called weather forecasters. Yeah, it looks like maybe Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was the window. <clears throat> now Wednesday don't look too good. They got it like three foot. But that and we back yesterday. out of the south before that next front on Friday. Yeah, yeah, they got a pretty good one, another one Friday. Yeah, that's good. They set up on them weekends. I mean, it ain't good for people to go on weekends, but it's good for me. Because <laughs> you don't uh-huh. go. <laughs> no, not on Saturday. Unless it's right. Real right. Not on Saturdays. Well, it better be. Well, it better be extra right. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, Mickey. There ain't nobody. I'm sure somebody's fishing. I'm sure the bull redfish is good. You don't tump over out there, but uh, I don't know. Nobody's been fishing. Had no weather to go fishing, really. You know, I mean, if you just want to fight it, but really, it ain't, ain't been too good. No, old Vaughn printed me off some stuff and left them on my studio table yesterday, and it's it's over all this project going on up my way, all that Cedar Point Industrial Park, man. It's just crazy looking at some of these maps laid out the way all this foil is going to be. I mean, that big old island they're building out there in front of, you know, my house out there, That's I mean, that's just the beginning of it. For the right. dredge placement areas and everything. This is going to be crazy. And channels dug everywhere. And it's going to be a deep water port, port right there by, you know, where Cedar Bio comes out into Tabs Bay. You know, maybe after time, Nikki, some time, and we figure it all out. I mean, it's just structure. And it, and it, and it, well, it is. You know, but it, it might be good, but, man, it just changes you know, well, we it's, it's going to change your current flows, exactly. you know, the way your tides, you know, that everything has been normal to and uh, and creates all this silt. And, you know, that's a killer. That's silt. That's just, well, yeah. you, you've watched what's happened just with the first big uh, channel project where all that big that 10-year dredging project did yeah, to our that, bay system. Well, well, the whole bay, we've said it a million times. You point finger all kind of things, everything, but it all it, it, the beginning of the end, and it ain't the end. I mean, the beginning of it being different when they deepen and widen that channel. It just, I don't care what anybody says, it changed stuff. It changed where fish go. <clears throat> or maybe they don't come, or I don't know, but it changed something. And it, ain't the, it ain't the same when them currents change. No, it's not. It changes everything. It'll change all that stuff up there by you, but you'll figure it out, or we'll figure it out. You know, eventually they get through with it. But I don't well, know how by the time they get through with this, I probably won't even be here anymore. But uh, you know, <laughs> and all these too. islands they're creating with this, they're talking about making parks out of this stuff. And you know, one of the local news channels in Houston the other night had a little little uh, blurb about it. You know, showing that you know it's going to hiking trails and bird watching facilities and all this stuff going on with them i wouldn't want to be riding my bike out there on the trails with a with all the toxic stuff and that dirt just pumped out of the bottom of that channel but hey, they're gonna try and make it nice there. and it's gonna be great for the birders and the birds and and uh the fishery you know new structure here we go well, I don't know who comes up with all that stuff, but I, I guarantee you, I like to be biking and hiking. <laughs> One of the container shifts rolls through there, send about a four footer across that thing where you're on your oh, biking I heard trail, that, buddy. Huh? Well, they're going to have some meetings on this uh, Cedar Port Industrial Park. It uh, it came out in the Baytown Sun, Cedar Port Navigation and Improvement District Channel Deepening Project Improvement. That's what I like, improvement. They put that word in there. Yeah. Improvement. Man, from I don't... But uh well, it's, the one it's, the what... one nearest to me is gonna be uh it's gonna be at Mercy Gate Church in Mont Bellevue on Tuesday, October tenth. 
6 to 8 p.m. It's going to be a presentation at 6.30. Then you got another one on Wednesday the 11th. That's going to be at the Holiday Inn in East Channel View there off of, uh, of I-10. And then you'll have a virtual uh, noon to 2 p.m. deal on Tuesday, October 17th. And that'll be, you got to scan a QR code, and then you can get in on the virtual thing. So, Well, I don't know anything about nothing, but I drive out there with you to play golf. I don't fish out there very much anymore. But, bro, they're not building all that stuff all over the top of you out there because they can't get no barges in there. Yeah. I mean, they're, it, I don't you can virtual, you can tour, you can cry. They done spent billions of dollars right there by your house to move product. And you get products coming in, whether you like it or not. Well, I'll tell you what, eventually I see my shoreline that I live on, I see that turning into an industrial park just going that whole way back to the north. And uh, where I live, there will probably be a big, giant uh, distribution center sitting right on top of it. I never thought I'd going, live going, to see this. Going towards Cedar Bio? Yeah, they've already come way. all the way down Steel Mill Road. That's all developed now. And really? uh, this big Cedar Port Industrial Park terminal, you know, where Will's, you know, right. uh, I used to run out of there on Cedar Bayou. Well, all that's going to be from there down to the bay. That's all going to be a deep water port. It's so crazy, man. That road- Mickey, when we used to drive down the wheels or the old whatever the old FM fourteen oh five, I call it Steel Mill Road. Right, but remember we would drive down there and go by the tunnel, but we get flats and stuff because old road wasn't no good. They fix that road now. I mean, it's it's no, like not going all the way. not going down to wheels. It's still you know uh, like it was. waste management has their big facility there. And, right. Uh, we had a but, you know, flats right you know there. when you went down that road going towards Cedar Bow where the drawbridge used to be years ago, all yeah. that property from that road back to the west, all to the left, all the way to the bay, that's where that deep water port's going to be. Got you. Got you. I know exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> remember when I was a kid, just remember coming to Old Crawley, we would drive through Baytown and go across. And I don't even know how I got there. I was a kid. Well, you had the old drawbridge on Tricid Beach yeah. Road. And, hey, remember uh, when we went down there and watched them blow it up? You and I and Blaine went down there. And oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they didn't get all of it, and I come flying in there one evening with a party and knocked the lower unit off my pursuit. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Well, there's man, your your place over there, Mickey, coming forward over there, you know, when you don't go all the time like me, <clears throat> I'm like, I called you one day and said, Dad, come, dude, there ain't nothing but concrete out here, man, and a bunch of it. Well, I never thought it I'd changed. live to see that uh, part of Chambers County. Just there was nothing there. You ought to see the wildlife, how they're reacting to all this development. I mean. There's got to be pushing them wherever It's pushing they them go. towards the bay. Right. Hey, when you come down Fisher Road, Mickey, coming down Fisher to hit, you know, I still go the same old way. All that, I don't know if it's high fence, but it's like fence, what is that? A, that a whole ranch? section between what? Fisher Road all the way down towards my house and Steel Mill Road, that's all high-fenced. And that's that's somebody's property. They're like, yeah, that belongs to TGS. Okay. So they're not building nothing right there? Not yet, well, not right but now. they will not be. Not yet. It's yeah. coming. <laughs> it's just like Gallison, dude. I drive down the beach. I was driving down the beach the other morning. It was dead slick. I guess the last day we fished. I ain't. I don't even hardly talk about fishing Galveston a lot. I do, but not a lot. I'm coming down that beach, and I can just, man, I mean, we used to line up on all these places, man. That place was good. That place was good. You know, just from places on the beach. But you can't see no more. It's all just houses, man. It's just houses. Hurricane Magnets. They're waiting on the next one. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> uh-huh. man, I'm like, what are y'all thinking, man? Who who insures this stuff? It ain't, it's just like it's coming. And, and your house is going to be over there on 146 somewhere. Oh, it's here. It's it's unreal, man. It's different, man. I, I guess that's why I fish so much here now. It's just, it's just different. I mean, you know, and then you get in East Bay. Not that it's bad. It's just different. I'm trying to change with the times. But you'd be over there in East Bay, and then 
there comes like a two-foot ship wave, and you're like way away from the ship channel, man. And I do see that. It's eating that shoreline up over there, like eating it up, buddy, like eating it up. Well, I've uh, fished Trinity Bay my whole life, and I've waded that back end a million times, and I've never seen ship wakes, and they're back there now, buddy. Them container ships roll in, and, and you got waves breaking in that shallow water back there all the way back to Long Island and Triangle and Bulkhead, all that. Dude, I was sitting back there year before last. Yeah. And, and I'm sitting between Ridge and Cross back there, and I'm looking on that flat that we always waited there between uh-huh. Stillway and Ridge. Forever. I'm like, man, what, what is that? Hell, I'm looking at a breaking wave, a yeah. breaking wave rolling through there. I don't know. Look at my own side. Let me see. What's that? I said, dude, that's a wave from the ship channel. They said, no way. But I'm telling How you, far is the channel from way. back there? That's got to be, what, 16 miles? I would just miss to say 15 miles. Exactly. Yeah, 15, 16, and waves breaking back there. There you go. And you tell me you're going to build a park on a channel? <laughs> the boat that sent that wave is to suck you off that island, bud. Well, it's supposed to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let me knock uh, this break out. I'll be right back at you, man. Hang all right, go ahead. All right. All right, you're listening to The Outdoor Show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Saw her when she walked in. All right. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Saturday morning. Got some fall weather in the air, 538 here in the Bayou City. All right, James, we're back, man. We were talking about waves and erosion and Waves and erosion. And... Yeah. Well, you got to <clears> – <throat> I mean, I figured out how to, how to adapt a little bit because <clears throat> you got to because you're running out of spots and, <clears throat> and there's places that, you know, I'm telling you now, but used to be, you know, lots of fish that are just, you know, dead water. Dead zones. <clears throat> lots of them. Yeah, and two uh, of the best places I've had to fish, of course, one I finally got busted on, and, and now i got people telling me how to fish it. Uh, oh, yeah, but, that's, that's but two, just... <laughs> yeah, that's just... <clears throat> and they've always been there. Oh, I've been catching them right here. I said, here every day. When did you catch them in the middle of the night? I mean, there wasn't yeah, when here. you're coming at nighttime when I'm not out here? Oh, you hear that a lot. I'd, yeah, but I'd anyway, run into yeah. guides they'd pull up where I was fishing and everything. So what are you doing here? I said, well, I've kind of been fishing here for a couple of weeks here. Oh, I've been on them a month here. I said, well, you must have took two weeks off during this month because I ain't seen you. <laughs> I ain't seen you, but that's okay, whatever. But they're they're man made places. They're you know structure that was made that you know fish gravitated to them, and it was really good fishing, you know. Just a couple of places, but I guess when they start doing all that stuff up there, you know, toward you, we'll figure it out. You know, some 
good. Yeah, one thing about it, a pump in south wind, those islands will break a lot of that uh break a lot of that up and you'll be able to run your boat out there anyway without getting beat half to death. Yeah, like get crushed. If the water don't get, you know, all silty and you know, just take some time for that stuff to settle. And a lot of stuff I fish over here toward the house <clears throat> it's all man made stuff and man for a while it was really, really good. But you stick out there like a sore thumb, and they're mostly small places. A couple of boats, you beat on it, and then and you're fine. You know, when it gets figured out, now you're trying to put 10 or 12 boats or fishing a spot like a merry-go-round, and it's not <laughs> big enough to hold that many fish, you know. It, it, you know, it's, there's a lot of fish for a couple of guys, but when you put 10 or 12, 13 boats in and out of there all the time, then it's no good, you know. Well, it's, it's not it's a like cat and mouse uh, game nowadays. Yeah, you remember when? Uh, well, we're we're fishing pods of fish now, not giant schools of fish. You remember when 2015, 2016, those two big floods before Harvey, when all the fish were pushed out of Trinity and the upper end and just crammed into Lower Galveston and uh, East Bay. I mean, there was one day in East Bay every reef of any significance had 30 to 80 boats on it. Everybody crammed mm-hmm. in there just, you know, rodeoing all over each other. And I mean, everybody nuking fish. And you remember that. That was, that was wild. Well, I ain't seen that many boats in a year that we would see in one day. Hey, people were quitting jobs on that trout run. They were just well, that was up. That was a unique deal, man. We had seen it early in like the mid-'80s. Yeah, we that. saw some floods and stack ups, but none like that one. None. Not like that. That was like, man. I mean, I was fishing. Me and you were both fishing places, not where everybody else was fishing, but some little man-made stuff. And even me, even you, and I'm looking at what we're doing. Hey, I pull up on this place, and it's south. You know, it's southwest. Man, it's like east, man, southeast, southwest, about fourteen, fifteen knots. It's white cap and. The water Chocolate you milk. see, and I'm like, man, what am I doing? And I just pulled up there, did the same thing, put the hook out. And I told my guy, I said, man, there ain't no way. What am I Throw doing? Throw out, here? let it go to the bottom, bingo. <laughs> we're on, one, Johnny. Hey, the old boat's laughing, man. I got a bunch of line out. We're sitting on this place. And, and I'm, we're sitting in the back like fishing a well pad. It's so rough. Somebody <laughs> threw out there before I was even fishing. <laughs> He said, man, I got one. I said, man, you've got to be kidding me. <clears throat> then get his old fish. You know how many fish there had to be to catch him in those conditions like that? Dude, it, they, it was crazy. They were, the bottom was just riddled with them. I think it you could put be. on a on a uh, big giant spoon and just jerk it through there and foul hook them. They were so thick. It was crazy. It didn't, it didn't matter. I, I, I just remember that day sticks out because I was like, man, I need to check my brain. What am I doing right here? And, uh. I mean, you yeah, could literally, 40, 50 fish. you know, those fish were hugging the bottom. There was probably like a six inch layer of salt water down there that they were all in. And remember how red the bellies were on them where they were bumping that shell, rubbing on it. They're and, right on the bottom, man. <laughs> hey, put a gumball on a three eighths, throw it out, let it go to the bottom, click it in gear and set the hook. You didn't even have to feel about it. He was already on there. Yeah, that was, that was pretty unique. And then, you know, back in the days. You know, running the slicks and stuff. You know, we wouldn't, we didn't see. That's what I missed the most. I mean, that was my last, last savior in trout fishing was all that open water. You know, all those schools that lay out there and sulk in the mud after they fed on the reefs and everybody else is gone. You get them to yourself, sit out there and pester them for a couple hours and light them up and boy, work out on them, man. But you got to have a lot. You don't, you know, now if you see a slick, man, you better get tight, buddy. There's a slick. Hey, hey as soon as it pops, by, you better have a lure right in front of it, whichever direction be he's there. moving to catch one. But, but that gum, I remember driving around, man, there's, you know, pretty good set, but I, I, I don't like them. Let, let, let's keep looking. Hey, nowadays, I'd have broke everybody's neck spinning the boat sideways. To get I in there. promise you, in a heartbeat <laughs> now. But, man, you'd find that Hansel and Gretel deal. And, and, and I, I said, now look, this is what looks good. Hey, I remember we was all on windmill one day. 
we was catching them. There was three or four schools there. Yeah. And I kept, like, going back to the northeast, and you kept working them fish toward the, going inside. Next thing right. I know, y'all got out and started waiting. I said, man, what's you doing, dude? I mean, this is pretty good. I, I chased them fish all the way to the bank, and we bank. got out and waited on them and smoked them, man. I, rem- I remember that distinctly. I was like, man, what you doing? You know, we didn't have no phones or nothing to talk to nobody. And I said, I'm going to keep <laughs> catching what I'm catching. But, yeah, it, it's just, you know, and, and, you know and I ain't crying and it's bad. It, it's just different. And, yeah, is it like it is, was? No. Is it no. going to be? No. But deal what you can deal with. You just got to change for the times, man. I mean, it's it, – I mean, It's taught me to be better. I've learned a lot. Yes, stuff. it has. It has. But you know, number you know, one I sure to get would like to see people. it good again, man. <laughs> you know, I would. Say, hey, and we still got a chance, Nikki. There's so many billions of them little ones. Hey, if they grow up, it'll be great. I mean, I ain't gonna hold my breath, but at least the potential. You but know, how many it, how many years there. we've been saying this now? Five or six years? <laughs> yeah, but maybe, maybe, maybe you always hope, man. <clears throat> it just seems like you know there's just so many little fish. And, Boy, I you know, used to like finding them big old, big old schools out in the middle of nowhere, man. You'd be running, leaving the east shoreline, headed over, you know, or leaving the south shoreline, east bay, headed to the north shoreline. You'd run up on a school out there, and then they'd start that wagon wheeling. It'd all be piled up in a big, huge school, and then you'd get fingers coming off that school, heading in one direction, a finger of slicks going in another direction. It looked like a wagon wheel, and you yeah. just – you picked the right uh, spoke, buddy. It was a meltdown. Yeah, because we didn't have too good a trolling. Now I got, you know, I got these Carew trolling motors. I got like 160 pounds of thrust on that, on that little 21 on my little boat, buddy. Did they Dane, make a bow no. mountain nose? Mickey, I don't think so. You know, I had a guy, the one on my on my big boat, had a guy in Minnesota. He's building his trolling motors. They built them for maybe like bow fishing or something up this dude's from minnesota so he gets Karoot components he works for them or somehow has a relationship with them and he'll custom build you how you want so i had a bigger shaft made and a different head put on there i can't tell you if they got a bow mount i don't know but i'm gonna tell you one thing at 160 pounds of thrust you turn that thing backwards and go romping on it it'll come up and give you a haircut buddy he's got to like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ease into it you know what i'm saying going backwards hey the first right. time i said man this thing is so big time i mean i'm like jenny dude and uh I, some fish moved or something and i spun her around and i hit it and buddy it ate me alive i went whoa whoa man something this ain't too good right here no. but now i figured out you gotta like ease into it you know you can't just it's a lot yeah. of thrust man and you can take that same motor put 48 bolts to it and you make it 180 pounds of thrust. It'll do it. Oh, man, I got to have one of those. It'll do it. But I don't think I got no pound mount, Mickey. You have to keep going line, I guess, you know, because I was told about it. I didn't invent these things. Or somebody told me about it. Well, I can't do the transom deal. I got a power pole on one side and a wade fishing ladder on the other. I don't have any room in the back. Yeah, it, it, uh, but, you know, it, it, uh, it, it those trolling motors, 100%, especially what I'm doing with them, there ain't, I mean, Trout fishing ain't nowhere to troll to anyway. You, you know, you ain't going yeah. nowhere. But but chasing them, them silver ones, it, it's a game changer for sure. I bet. Especially on these big boats we're pushing. Man. And then I finally figured out all the lithium stuff after thousands of dollars trying to figure it out and get it right. I finally dialed all that stuff in. So it took a couple of years and a lot of mistakes. But <clears throat> I got it right. You know, it comes down to amp hours. I was running out of juice and. I thought my whole system was bad. But at the end of the day, yeah, I just didn't have enough amp hours. Right. If you don't get no amp hours, you're going dead. Now, for trout fishing, you know, I say we ain't got a whole lot to troll around on. You know, with 40 amp hours or whatever, you're probably fine. I remember I went dead one day last year. It's dead slick. They're as far as you can see. No And the lithium, dude, the lithium, it don't start creeping like, oh, man, I'm getting low. Like no, it just it just cuts it. off, and it cuts off. Man, I'm oh boy, I'm beating on the top of that thing. I am not happy. Oh man, that was a bad day. And we yeah, still ended up jumping like 
ripped a few trolling motor heads off and thrown it all in the water and just said I'd never have another trolling motor again. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know a guy. I know, I know a, guy. a guy. Oh, man. But it's going to be all right, man. It's a little cool front. It, it be, I think I actually got to go back to work Monday. I think yeah, I got you got to have your window, man. Well, the camera's going to ruin the boat. I got to go back. I think I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to tarpon fish Wednesday, and then I took the weekends off. But it looks like that front's going to get us next weekend. Yeah, it's looking that way. But we'll yeah. see. Them fish will stick around. I mean, I think last year, the last fish we caught was like the 20th of October. And right. So there's some time. When did that boy catch that big one off the 91st Street Pier? I want to say October the fifth. Yeah, I knew it was October fish. Yeah, it was right around. I just looked at some stuff from last year. I remember that time right... uh, the Mike Williams Jerry Allred had that giant one on when the sun went down out of the pass. That was, I think, that was an October fish. Yeah, the, the, the fishing is October is a is a really peak time if if you get the weather. Uh, I was just looking last year at this same time. Uh, Man, I had like a little three-day window. I think we jumped. I looked at it just last night. I think sixteen. <clears throat> we actually, I caught the biggest fish that we taped out that that I caught on on our boat last year was yesterday. Yesterday, last year, yeah, we taped him out at like one ninety. I don't think he was two hundred, but he was a twinkie shy. Twinkie shy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, tell all them bull reds up down that beach pulling these boys that are sitting on these jetties, they better go buy them some more hooks and some more weights because it, it better I mean, radio in and get a bigger boat. <laughs> hey, that's the <laughs> truth, buddy. You better radio in and get your big one. Hey, there, I Let's mean, see. it's bull reds from all the way up my way through all the bay down to the jetties and the whole surf and everything. How many of them are there? Man, I'm telling you, buddy, there's like. A bunch of them. I've seen some, you know, I've seen a couple of things <clears throat> this year. That, But, you know, there. Hey, one like, of your customers just texted me, said, you can water ski behind Plog's trolling motor. <laughs> no, nah, it, it'll, it'll go, man. It'll, it'll, uh, <clears throat> it, it'll, it'll do it. But I had to, like I say, I had to get it all right. It was, it was yeah. a work in progress. <clears throat> so, but. Man, I'm gonna have to put a hoodie on the bike ride this morning. It's kind of cool out here. Isn't that nice? I saw the water at Eagle was under eighty. I saw it like seventy-seven. Yeah, it's dropping. It it uh, it was like seventy-nine when I went on air. Yeah, that's Let me cool. Look at it again here. Oh yeah, seventy-seven point two now. Northeast eighteen I... gusting to twenty-one. Let's put in it at top water and run across. Let's yeah, let's put it at top water. Go pound somewhere. Go to the top I'm end of to... Trinity Bay in that, and you'll have you a nice ride. Yeah, I'm used to them rides. <clears throat> I don't I'm like them no more. The older I get, I can't. I just hate. Oh man, that them. day we was coming back from Port O'Connor, <laughs> and I'm trying to get home, and I'm like, man, look at this, dude. You'd have to just literally stop and let a set go by before you could keep going. It was so Gosh. nasty. I stayed too long. I told him, boy, this man, I'm telling you, man, at 3 o'clock, we need to be out of here. But that was kind of my fault because we seen him again, and I could see the wind coming. I said, man, but that's them right there. We don't only jump like five or six. I said, man, that's them right there. They're spinning in there. Right. But they got together with everything. The jack, the sharks, the was in there, and they were eating us up. And <laughs> then it and the door shut, and I said, well, so I blame them, but it's really my fault. I should have, should have left. Well, you getting greedy, that greedy will get you every time. Piles of fish, boy. When they get all coagulated up like that, sharks, tarpon, bull reds, all together, it's it's a fiasco. You bet. Hey, Cameron and I, we worked on tackle yesterday for like six, seven hours yesterday because I just got my boat back. I had to get a bunch of stuff done, so we're trying to get it all put back together. And we were just rolling, and there was we started going through stuff of what we don't have and what's gone. And, oh man, oh. I ain't tell how much money we went through of stuff. <clears throat> we finally got everything put back together. Probably won't be no run. Probably be windy. Now I told Cameron, "Well, 
<clears throat> if, if there ain't no good run, we'll be ready for next year. That ain't no joke. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's We're just in that time frame right now, just waiting, window waiting now, window shopping. Well, well <laughs> Waiting see, on that window. <laughs> waiting on the window. But now, you know, look, just, you know, it's not like that buoy weather. Of course, they change it all the time, but they get, it gives you an idea. Yeah. You can see them fronts, they're timing out on the weekends, like this one. And then the one next weekend, now the week after that, after this one next weekend, according to Bowie, where it's a 16-day forecast, I don't know what's happening in 16 minutes, but it, it's got that week laying out and a bunch of one-foot stuff, bunch of not well, much wind. Nothing changes over time. It. Uh, I remember before I started guiding, and I just had weekends to fish because I had to work for a living every weekend fronted it blow just blow just, i mean you could bank on it <laughs> ain't that the truth man yeah ain't that the truth all right well, blog. well hey buddy i got a roll and uh right, somebody bro. wants to uh hook up with you and come fish with you this fall and winter how they get a hold of you brother all right buddy four nine seven seven one seven three oh six always enjoy brother yeah go at causeway on that bike and get blown off the bridge man yeah if you don't hear from me i'm gone i'm in the bottom of the bay that's it Last time, right, going to the bottom. <laughs> All right, James. Bottom. See you, buddy. All right, take care. All right, that's Captain James Clogg down in G-Town. It's time for our top-of-the-hour break, national anthem and all that coming up. Hang tight, get you some more coffee going, and we'll be back after these messages. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t